Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. So rugby league, eh? Rugby league, the NRL grand final. Um, semis over the weekend, just uh, unbelievably good footy. Uh, normally we would be uh, talking to Vossi in this particular slot, but uh, Andrew is unavailable to us uh, this morning um, due to daylight saving. Uh, he's still on air, actually. We should uh, poke into his show and just see what he's talking about, but... Um, you know, he's uh, not available to us, but he'll be uh, there or thereabouts. And uh, we we're going to ask him about um, uh, the match on Saturday night in particular, John. But let, let's talk about your Manly. Uh, they, they had a poor start and they just couldn't recover. They just could not get into the game against the Rabbitohs. And here we go again. Wayne Bennett, here we go. Yeah, I had a shocker of a Friday. Smithy, um, Tasman. Could barely pull a trick against Waikato. And then I thought, oh, come on, Silver Ferns. Nope, they fell over as well. And I thought, oh, at least Manly will stand up here. But no, nah, 22-0 at half time. Uh, Trebojevic dropped the ball over the line. They had another try disallowed uh, for contact. And then, yeah, the Rabbitohs took all their chances. And it was over by half time. One of those games, Smithy, where there was just... No coming back. Um, yeah, it was quite deflating, actually. But all year long, I think, we've been saying Melbourne and Penrith are the two teams to beat. The Rabbitohs have been there or thereabouts kind of all season, but no one's really taking them too seriously until crunch time uh, because Wayne Bennett knows how to get teams up for must-win matches. Des Hasler used to. I don't think he's ever lost at this stage of the season before in teams that he's coaches. He certainly has now. Uh, but Wayne Bennett has those Rabbitohs absolutely fizzing, and I think they'll be they'll have more in the tank maybe than the Penrith Panthers. It'll be interesting to see uh, how it goes between Wayne Bennett and Ivan Cleary in the media this week, Smithy. And interesting, uh, really interesting. Benji Marshall going back to uh, another grand final, sixteen years, yes, sixteen years after winning it with the Tigers. What a story that would be, and uh, some real New Zealand interest in that. Yeah, amazing. Benji, 16 years, like just a kid. Whenever you see those, you know, flick out the back with the Tigers in 05, he just looks so young and he's been through so many things. But he's come to the Blues. He tried rugby, no good. Everyone thought his career was done about five or six years ago, but he's found fresh life wherever he goes, whether it be the Dragons, the Broncos, or now South Sydney. And the way the rules have changed, that number 14 position is just made for Benji Marshall. He just comes on and plays up-tempo, is able to do any job that Wayne Bennett wants him. And they've got that uh, history dating back to 2008 when they won the World Cup together. So Benji Marshall, I see some of the people saying, is he an immortal? Is he that good? Like Everyone knows he's a legend, he's a Hall of Famer, 
The Immortal is next level. That's for, you know, you know, Mel Meninga, guys, Bob Fulton, just guys who are immortal in the game of rugby league. Would Benji Marshall fit that bill for you, or is he just kind of slightly under that? He's a great, but maybe not an immortal. Yeah, not an immortal. I'm sorry. Uh, my, my initial reaction to that is not an immortal. I mean, immortal is a hell of a description, a hell of a clinic, a hell of a club to get into. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not really sure. That, that he's been able to do that. So, um, okay, um, so we'll, we'll go across to the other one, which, I mean, going into this, um, it was just Melbourne's to lose, uh, and they've lost it. It appears that they might have lost it. So um, I, I, find that, I find that incredible, actually. They just could not, could not get into the game. Yeah, took them so long to score, what, midway through the second half, and you thought the Panthers would have played their grand final the week before. Um, but defensively so strong. Brian Toto came back from injury. I thought he added a hell of a lot to the Panthers, who have just got a, a lot of steel about them, don't they? The Steel Panthers. Um, it's got a good ring to it. So this grand final's never happened before in the history of rugby league. The Rabbitohs and the Panthers. I don't think there's been an all-Sydney grand final for about seven years. So those in Sydney will be pretty happy, although they can't watch it because the grand final's mm. at Suncorp Stadium at 9 o'clock or 9.50 on a Sunday night, which is... Terrible for us here in New Zealand. Um, you know, daylight saving, not only are we missing out on Vossi right now because of daylight saving, we have to wait until an hour later to watch a grand final on Sunday night. So it should be very, very interesting, that matchup, I think, in the grand final. And it is the master against the apprentice, isn't it? And Wayne Bennett against Ivan Cleary? Talk about those personalities, what you, what you think to emerge during the week. Because Wayne Bennett is very, very quietly spoken about most things in life. Uh, he just goes about what he does best, and he works with his players. Uh, Cleary is not—he's no Bellamy, um, you know. He's no Ricky Stewart either. Uh, they don't sort of tend to hog the limelight either of them. So, in respect of coach-on-coach type scenarios, which so, so often are part of big game build-ups, uh, I don't think we'll see that this time round. Yeah, you'd think Ivan would have maybe learnt his lesson from week one of the finals. Don't go head-to-head with Wayne Bennett in the media and don't give Wayne Bennett the last say. And he did that twice and his team lost in week one. So I think he would have learnt a lot. He's been around a while, uh, Ivan Cleary. You know, he's played in the grand final with the Warriors. He coached in one, I think, uh, with the Warriors as well in about 2011. Um, So he's been around. Like, he's no rookie himself. Uh, So he would have learnt a lot, I'd say, from that week one and dealing head-to-head with Wayne Bennett. Uh, And I'd say he won't engage in the media, like you say. He's not one of those guys normally to engage. Well, I'd say he definitely won't this week. There might be some heat on the referees, Smithy. Did you see the conversion uh, Mm. (laughs) debacle? I mean, what are the referees doing? You've got touch judges, referee, guy upstairs, a try scored in the corner, but the conversion has taken somewhere totally different. And and do you think that uh, Cleary was... Privy to that? Do you, do you think he knew it was exactly what was going on, Nathan Cleary, or because of the occasion, etc.? Uh, do, you, do you just kind of suspect that um, you know he just went with the flow? Because of course, after the point of contact is made with a with a try and those sort of big game scenarios, everyone jumps in all over the top of each other, etc. Uh, do you think it was by accident or by design? <laughs> oh, you've seen enough, Smithy, being a sideline commentator. You must have seen goal kickers just try and move that tee just a little bit closer to the post. And sometimes you see a referee say, Oi, the mark's back there, mate. But surely he would have known, Smithy. Well, I, I've seen a lot in terms of, you know, uh, where a penalty is given on the field and players trying to roll the ball forward or, or, and referees saying, No, 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 back there, because it makes the kick 
um, that much easier. But this is this is slightly different in that in that regard. Uh, you don't quite often see it in terms of moving the ball in field, or maybe it does happen a lot, and we just don't notice it. And it takes the big occasion for it to uh, to an emerge. But everything in the game is under so much close scrutiny that that you, you kind of think that that was a big one missed, a really big one missed at the weekend. Uh, John, I haven't really has asked you about Reese Walsh. I mean, here's my my take on it. Uh, up until this weekend, he was the shining light of the Warriors. So many kids, young kids, wanting to play uh, junior rugby league or whatever, to be a warrior, to be a Kiwi. They looked at this guy and said, that is the thing that has come out of this season, which is spectacular. I want to be a Reese Walsh. I want to be that kind of player. And, and all of a sudden, here we go again. We get a scenario uh, where a young kid makes a seriously big mistake. Okay, it probably won't affect his long-term career, but it'll always be there, and it'll always be on watch socially. Um, I, I find it extremely disappointing, but not that surprising. Yep, I agree with you, Smithy. I feel sorry for the Warriors. Like, this doesn't happen to the Warriors. They're quite a good brand. They don't do stupid stuff off the field, and I did like how Reese Walsh fronted straight away and said, this is a Reese Walsh problem. This is an individual acting dumb problem. This isn't a Warriors problem. Remember, they, they finished, uh, their season finished two or three weeks ago. So it's not like this is a Mad Monday situation where he's out with teammates getting loose. Uh, this is just Reese Walsh being a 19-year-old in Australia, Smithy. If you went to schoolies, um, I'd imagine this was an end-of-year uh, thing that um, kids do over in Australia. Uh, and, you know, they get loose. They get pretty loose. So... You know, um, this is pretty stupid, pretty stupid, um, but it's not absolutely, you know, it's not something that uh, is, you know, something that doesn't happen to 90-year-old kids in Australia is all I'm saying. Smithy, no. you know, like yeah. this is a young kid being stupid in Australia. It's basically being caught with cigarettes 30 years ago. It's basically what's happened to Reese Walsh now, you know, uh, probably just a, a little bit worse for you uh, and you can go to jail. You can absolutely go to jail, um, but it is that common in Australia to have that sort of thing, Smithy. Uh, so he'll learn. He'll go to what alcohol and drug counselling, and it's a bad look for the Warriors, but it, it, it's not, hey, let's turf him out of the club or anything. It's just a silly mistake for me, and the biggest mistake for him, Smithy, might be tonight at the Dally M Awards. Mm. OK, let's uh, talk about those Dally M Awards tonight. Um, is it a, a lay-down Mazir Trebojevic? Does he win it? Yeah, regular season, there was no one better. And this is MVP for your team, really. Um, and he was clearly the most valuable member of his side. When he didn't play, Manly were easy beats. When he played, he scored and set up so many tries. So even though he didn't really fire, two duds out of three in the finals for him, Smithy, uh, Tom Trebojevic, you know, didn't turn up when they really needed him. Uh, but it doesn't count against him in the regular season, and that's where the Dally M is awarded. So I don't really see anyone else coming too close. Uh, is he the best player in the competition? I don't know. But is he the most valuable to his team? Absolutely. And that's where you get the reward from the Dally M. Uh, if you're the best in your team, you get three points every week. If you have a team with lots of good players, then lots of players in your team can get those points every week. And I think that's where you go to Nathan Cleary and the Panthers. There's some other Panthers who pick up the points from him. So he wasn't able to get three every week. And Melbourne is just full of players who step up every week. So for me, Tommy Turbo absolutely deserves the Dally M. Was he the best player in the competition? I don't know. Bennett, Cleary, Bellamy, 
Uh, the other big ones up for the coach of the year, they're the obvious choices. Uh, how, how do you see this one going? Yeah, this is an interesting one. I'll probably defer to you here, Smithy, because I'm a bit clouded uh, with Desi. I just love Desi, love his lid, love what he does for Manly. Uh, they were absolutely rubbish at the start of the season, finished fourth. I love Desi Hasler, but um, he probably won't win and probably doesn't deserve it. So I'll have to chuck it over to you, Smithy. Well, in terms of romance, uh, you know, Wayne Bennett bringing the, the Rabbitohs through is a heck of a story. So he's a candidate, a genuine candidate. Um, clearly, his team sort of, you know, though throughout the year have, have been almost, you know, almost there, but sort of just chasing, just sniff, snapping at the hill, heels of the Melbourne Storm the whole way through. Um, it's just my way of thinking on that. Uh, so probably for me, Bellamy got them to that point, um, you know, at that point where they were so warm a favourite, so hot favourites in everyone's thinking, out of performance. They didn't because of team makeup. They did it without uh, Cameron Smith. Um, you know, they've lost a lot of uh, key personnel in the last two to three years, but through it all, he's maintained a high standard uh, of performance, and they always tend to be very, very uh, close to the mark uh, in terms of, as you say, it's the first, what, all New South Wales final for so long. Reason why? Melbourne Storm. It's, it's, it's as simple as that. So uh, in terms of getting a, setting a standard, a standard that people had to chase, and up until that performance the other night, uh, where they just could not get into that uh, playoff match, uh, I would have given it to Craig Bellamy, and I probably still would. Yeah. Uh, there's the other, the other one. Have you ever heard much about Billy Slater as a coach? And all of a sudden, he's the Maroons coach for next year. No, I haven't heard much about Billy. I've heard a little bit of analysis from him on, on the tally about the game. Um, but so, uh, coaching state of origin, is it actually about coaching? Um, do you have to have a history of it? Or do you have to be, have a history of being a very fine player uh, at, for your particular uh, state of origin team? Um, and, and is that enough? It seems. I think that means more than actually being a technical good coach. Smithy, once you get to that level, there were whispers that he was going to take over this year because Paul Green uh, was coming into the job after Wayne Bennett and just didn't have the gravitas uh, to coach yeah. the Maroons. The name Paul Green, it's like, well, mate, what have you done in this jersey? You know, that when you get players at that level, at that elite level, you don't need to teach them anything. You just need to band them together and mould them and get them playing for, uh, well, tactically, sure, and come up with game plans for the opposition, sure. But it really, it's it's motivating the team to come together and perform off a, what, a nine-day build-up together in three games. It's not like you're playing 25 games and then a final series. Uh, there's no real squad management in, in terms of that. So I think Billy Slater probably should have done the job this year, and he'll have plenty of good mates. Jonathan Thurston's been around that team for a while. Uh, Wayne Bennett doesn't have a job next year, Smithy. He'll hold his hand, won't he, uh, Billy Slater? So I think uh, it'll be a good introduction for Billy if he is able to get someone like Wayne Bennett on with him uh, for next year. And, yeah, uh, Queensland may not have the players, but they certainly have the players and the coaching staff. So we'll just finish this, John, with your prediction. Panthers or Rabbits? This far, it's a week out or five or six nights out. Panthers or Rabbits? Oh, it's a tough one. It really is. Um, I won't sit on the rabbit-proof fence. I will go with the Panthers. You've got to lose one to win one. Uh, they've got a lot of young players. Uh, written off last week, a massive confidence boost, beating the Storm. Uh, yeah, Nathan Cleary in great form. For me, Panthers. Smithy, what about you? Yeah, I am agree. I agree. They went through a flat patch. Uh, they had a, a lull. Uh, and when everyone thought that they've, um, they've played their final, they've done their dash. But uh, whether they played their final at the weekend, we do not know. Remember, it was the final everyone wanted. 
um, and all of a sudden, um, mentally, physically, maybe they've um, may, they might pay a price for that because the, the rabbitos tended to look as if they were doing it a lot more comfortably in their thing. Uh, I don't know, to be perfectly honest. I, I might I might sit on that rabbit proof uh, rabbit proof fence and just say uh, I might just say the Panthers just only just.